listen to Bite Me, a show about animals, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your self-isolating host, Marge, and I just want to thank you for tuning in this week. Because it's been a really weird week, hasn't it? I know there's a lot of talk about COVID last week, but now it's completely taken over everyone's waking thoughts. And I'm, of course, no different than anyone else. Can't help but opening Twitter, an app I am on, but don't use that often. I've been going on to Twitter more often now than I have probably in the last 10 years, but it does seem to have a lot of good information if you can sort through all the bullshit. And I've been on Instagram a lot more, that kind of thing, because of course I also happen to have a lot more time on my hands. It's been weird. How are you guys holding up? Are you in doing self-isolation, social distancing, all that kind of thing? Are you stuck at home? Or are you one of the essential services out there that are providing much-needed uh, time and energy to our community so that the rest of us can stay home? Because if you're one of those people, I just want to commend you. Thank you, because you're doing a huge service. As it turns out, there was a... They already had a state of emergency last week before the last episode came out, but since then there has been further changes implemented in my province of Ontario, where I am in Canada. And they deemed all non-essential businesses have to shut down. My restaurant that I was working at had already shut down, though I think they're planning on tentatively adding some takeout options with a shortened menu as of the first of the month. But unfortunately, that won't mean I'll be returning back to work. I think the owners are just going to be handling that on their own. So I have no idea what kind of volume they're going to get. But I'm glad to see that because the owner is a young, tenacious, new entrepreneur. And what a hell of a thing to deal with within the first year and a half of owning the business. Fuck eh? I know there's a lot of people out there struggling. The weed shop that I am supposed to be starting at... Uh, I was supposed to start maybe early this week. So far, nothing. They still haven't said anything to me. No updates on when the tentative open might be. The government did deem alcohol and cannabis shops an essential business, so they will be remaining open. But of course, how does one open a new store amidst a global pandemic? It's a question on everybody's mind, at least who got hired by this company. So we're still waiting. Still no mention of how COVID is going to be affecting the business and the store opening, which I'm kind of disappointed about. I'd really like to see a little more forthrightness, I guess, from the management, but I'm patient. It'll happen. It's not a matter of when, but it's not a matter of if, but when, rather. So I just have to be patient. And it gives me lots of time to do the thing that I really love to do, which is this podcast and making edibles. I've been making edibles like crazy. I have so many in stock right now. The selection is wonderful, you guys. It's like, who needs a cannabis shop when you can walk into Margaret's home kitchen and pick out something you like? And if I don't already have it, I can probably make it. And what did I make this week? I'm glad you asked because we're going to get in. We're going to get into that right now. Enough of this COVID shit. I know you've all heard enough about it. You'd literally have to be living under a rock in the farthest forest in northern Canada not to have heard about all this stuff. So I'm sure you're getting a little COVID fatigue. I know I am. There's certain podcasts I haven't been able to listen to because they're just talking about that. And I've really been turning to some comedy ones more because I need a little levity. Well, you know what will provide levity? A good fucking edible. One that you can eat chill out, relax. I've been doing a little bit of microdosing. That's been pretty nice. It's great to test it out in a time when you don't have to go out 
and interact with people. So see, play around with that dosing, depending on the edible that you're, you're choosing to microdose with. If you didn't catch that episode, I'll link to it in the show notes, the microdosing episode, because it might be something you can explore too if you've got some extra time on your hands right now. So what did I make this week that you can also try making? I think you're going to like this one, you guys. It did come from one of my favorite books that I talk about all the time. I think I might need to get some new books during this whole thing, but this whole COVID thing. But until then, Edibles, Small Bites for the Modern Cannabis Kitchen by Stephanie Hua and with Corrine Carroll. Such a great book. And the one that I picked to try this week is a chocolate hazelnut spread. Because who doesn't love to stand at their kitchen counter eating chocolate hazelnut spread right out of the container? I've been guilty of that. That's pretty much why I don't buy that stuff anymore because it's far too easy to eat. But guess what happens? Guess what happens when you infuse it? It forces you to enjoy it, savor it, but eat much less of it. Because obviously if you eat too much, it's not going to end well. You're going to have, you'll be pretty turned off by the hazelnut spread. So the one thing I really liked about this recipe from this book, and you can probably find a nice chocolate hazelnut spread recipe online and then just swap out the fat in the recipe, in this case, uh, butter, canna, cannabis infused butter. So you can probably do that. I'll see if I can find a good one online and maybe link to that in the show notes as well. Although I do highly recommend this book. It is great. It's got so many great things and I like the whole small bites idea because I feel like that's how most people are consuming their edibles. But this chocolate hazelnut spread from this book, it's worth alone picking up this book for this recipe. But you essentially just need some semi-sweet chocolate chips. This is uh, one of those cases where it suggests 60 to 65%, depending on how sweet you like your hazelnut spread, you can always play around with that as well. You need roasted hazelnuts, unpeeled is fine. You need heavy cream, your cannabis butter, and a pinch of salt. So what's that, like a five ingredient recipe? You got me right there. And none of this stuff is too particular that you'll have a hard time finding it. I don't know. I haven't been to the grocery store physically in a bit, but I hadn't when I did my Instacart order last time, I had no problem ordering heavy cream. And I already had the hazelnuts on hand because I've been meaning to make this recipe for quite some time. And lo and behold, the universe provided some time for me. Don't remember when I bought them if they were roasted hazelnuts. I suspect that they weren't. I bought raw and I did not roast them beforehand. So that might be something you want to take note of if you're picking them up at a store or a bulk food place or whatever. Again, I don't think there's going to be too much trouble finding things like hazelnuts right now. I don't think that's the type of item that people are stocking up on. The recipe did call for three quarters of a cup, oh sorry, a cup and a half of roasted unsalted hazelnuts. My only gripe with this particular recipe is that you only use a quarter cup of them after you put them in your blender or your food processor to make them into sort of a nut butter. You only use a quarter cup. So why they ask you to blend up so much, I'm not really sure. I do have extra already ground up or blended. So I put it in my cupboard for the next time. Apparently you can freeze it as well. So if you want to make another hazelnut spread down the road and you don't want to have to worry about going out and getting like a specialty nut like a hazelnut, great. You can put it in your cupboard or freeze it and you've got it to go for the next time. In the end, this, this recipe was everything I hoped it would be. And I can see myself standing at countertops in late in the evening, eating this right off the spoon. In fact, I've done that a few times already since making it. It has a sophisticated flavor because the 
his or the chocolate chips that I chose were darker chocolate. Again, you could probably play around with this a little bit. I did use ones in the range of a 60 to 65% cacao, like they suggested. So it's not quite as sweet as the commercial variety that you might get, the Nutella. But honestly, I think it's a lot better. And because you made it yourself, and it's infused. I mean, all these things are fantastic. I would caution, though. It is easy to eat too much of this stuff. I think I may have overdone it the first night I made it. Maybe because I was also eating another edible at the same time. Maybe not taking my own advice. So do be careful because you, if you haven't figured out the dosage, it doesn't use a ton of cannabis butter, so that's kind of nice. It uses about a tablespoon or a bit more. So you can make a whole batch of cannabis butter. It's only gonna use a little bit, making this not a strong edible for you to enjoy. Again, it could be great for microdosing or if you just want to take a little edge off or you want to have some at lunch but you don't want to get blasted, this recipe is going to be great. And what would you use it for? Crazy question I know, but some of you may not want to just eat it off the spoon. You could use it for, I wondered if you could put it in your coffee maybe, stirred into your coffee. Would that be weird? It does turn out pretty thick. So I don't know if that would be weird, but I might be willing to give it a shot because I drink a lot of coffee in the morning. I'm always looking for something new to try it with. I do like my coffee black. Some mornings I add cayenne pepper to it because yes, I like spicy coffee. I add cinnamon to my coffee almost every day. Maybe I need to try a little swirl of this hazelnut and see how that works. You could have a hazelnut spread sandwich chocolate hazelnut why not we're all on we're all sort of battening down the hatches and staying home who says you can't have a chocolate hazelnut sandwich if you damn well want to why not i've also been probably eating a lot more bread i've been baking bread too anybody else out there baking bread just because you have the time i have been so you can also put on your homemade bread which would actually be pretty delicious holy shit I think it'd be really good on bananas too, even if you just want to have like a spoonful of banana for making like banana splits or anything like that. She does suggest in the book, she had me at banana, cream, and salted caramel cookie cups, and you could use some of the chocolate hazelnut spread for that, or combine it with birthday cake mellows for making s'mores. So I like that she included a couple of examples of how to use it in her book, but you can get pretty creative with this stuff. It's when you make it, it does turn out pretty liquid, but once it cools for a little bit, it does turn out pretty thick, just like the stuff that you would buy at the store, only it's better because you know exactly what's in it. There's no preservatives. There's, you're using the best ingredients that you can get, and you know exactly what's in it. Again, five-ingredient recipe. How fantastic is that? The one thing I do like about this one as well, because I'm, as much as it's nice to eat your edibles whenever you feel like it, Sometimes you make a batch of something like, how the hell am I going to eat all of this before it might go bad? Well, this particular one can store for up to two weeks. It says you should refrigerate it. I guess I should put mine in the refrigerator. Or you can freeze it for up to six months. And I really like that because there's nothing like, even if you make a batch and you think, oh, there's oh, no problem eating all this, you could always put half of it in the freezer for later. For those times you know you're going to be busy and you might like something a little bit different and then... How nice is it to have something you can pull over your fridge like that or your freezer? So I would suggest trying out this recipe because it's a comfort food and we can all use a little something extra to treat ourselves right now. On that note, 
I would recommend, I have been using it a little bit myself, not too much, but because I'm trying to stay away from grocery stores and big places like that where there's a lot of people, I've been using Instacart. I am an affiliate for it, so just so you know. But if you do want to support me in the show and you're trying to grocery shop without dealing with other people and possibly exposing yourself to this crazy virus, then it's worth a shot. Is it a little less, more expensive? Yes. Does it cost a bit of money? Yes. All these things I didn't know when I first started. But I really feel like, especially in times like these, it's super worth it. I, when I had my order done, the young woman... Uh, you can see her shopping for your stuff as you go. Unfortunately, I couldn't get toilet paper, so that kind of sucked. I might have to try again later, like with my next order next week. But she, uh, I left a note for her too that she could just leave the stuff on the doorstep and she could knock over the doorbell to let me know that she was here. You can pretty much see when she's on her way to deliver the stuff. And she did that and it was great. I didn't have to interact with anybody. And normally, I really do like going... I don't mind going to the grocery store. I like picking out my own stuff. Sometimes, especially when it comes to produce and that sort of thing. But I've used Instacart several times now and I really like it. So if you're trying to get groceries, honestly, one of the things that when I used this Instacart order last week, my biggest motivation was getting stuff to make a bunch of edibles. That's why I did it. And I, of course, I got a few extra, extra items while they were at it. But yeah, if you have a list of things that you want to make for an hour to just to live but you're thinking edibles this is a great service to take advantage of and I would recommend it if you've tried it out and you like it let me know let me know what edibles you're making right now or how you are personally coping with being at home so a little bit more too about our listener contest several of you have emailed me or gone onto the website like I suggested and put your name in for the for the magical butter machine giveaway that's going to be happening on 420 next month and it's not too late to get your name in there just go to my website bitemepodcast.com scroll to the bottom you'll see a little thing that says put your name in for the email newsletter i promise i won't spam you because well i don't like spam and i'm a real human being and i have to write anything that would go out to a listener myself and i only have well <laughs> because I only have so much time. I actually have a lot of that right now, but still I'm finding myself keeping busy in the kitchen and going for walks and reading books and looking out the window longingly wondering when the world will turn, go back to normal. So you don't have to worry. I won't be spamming you guys, but it is an opportunity to win yourself one of the best butter making machines that I can think of made my magical or made my infused cannabis butter with my magical butter machine threw the butter in there, threw the weed, turned it on, two hours later, I'm, it's done, it's ready. I mean, how wonderful is that? And you can fit quite a bit of stuff in there. I think that's what I like. It has a larger capacity than maybe some of the other ones on the market. But you will have a chance to win one of those yourself. So on a final note, I just want to give a shout out to Liz from Arkansas, who was emailing me recently and had some great questions and she did have a question about dosing, which of course is always on everybody's mind, especially if you're just starting out or you're making something different like a chocolate hazelnut spread and you're trying to figure out, well, how much can this can I eat before I, before I overdo it. I would suggest that if you don't have as much experience with edibles, it's always worth figuring out the dosing, especially if you're planning on sharing these with anybody. Especially. But... 
you can now go to bitemepodcast.com and I think it's under a resources tab. If you tap on that tab or you can go to that page directly and there is a page for how to calculate the dosing. It gives you the step-by-step instructions. It can seem intimidating at first. Once you get used to doing the calculations, it's pretty easy. Hopefully one day I'm going to have something on there that will, you know, make it so you can just, you know, plug in some numbers and get the end result. But you know what? I know all you guys are smart and I know you can sit down and figure this shit out. And sometimes, again, I think I've recommended this before. Don't do it when you're really stoned because it just seems super intimidating. But if you need to find out the dosing, it's not that tricky. Looks worse than it is. Even for someone like myself, I mean, I'm okay at math, but I'm no math wizard. It was definitely not my strong suit. So it can look intimidating, but it's not so bad. It at least gives you a ballpark or a benchmark that will allow you to figure out your dosing. So I really appreciate Liz for just emailing me in. She's talking about some other stuff. And it's always great to hear from listeners. I love hearing from you guys. So please, find me podcast at fastmail.com. I've got time to read them. I've got time to read them right now. There's not much else going on in these parts. At least not for me for the next little bit. So I hope you guys are holding up okay. hope you're making lots of great edibles and finding time to do all the hobbies and and things that you've been interested in over the years but never seem to get a chance to do. You know, what a great sort of a blessing, a weird blessing in disguise to rediscover some of the passions and hobbies that perhaps we've let lapse to the back burner for a little while. So there's that. If you're a doctor or nurse listening or a re- frontline retail worker or anything like that, holy shit, we wouldn't be able to get through all this stuff without you guys. So just want to say thank you for those listeners who are doing their part to keep this weird world rolling along right now. So that's it for this week, you guys. Stay high, friends. 